Welcome to another EverStory short. Well, I used to do, so we did all of our announcements at Timber Ridge uh, on video. And after three times where they're like, Michael, let's use you. Let, like, let's film you doing announcements. After the third time, they're like, we're not going to use you anymore. I was like, that's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine. I'm glad, to, I'm grateful to just be leading worship. Hey, my name is Michael Pittman. Um, I get to serve here as the music director. Um, I've been married to my wonderful wife, Kelsey, uh, six and a half years. We've got two little boys. Sam is three, and Mac is a year and a half old, and we are so excited to be here at Doxology. Uh, as a music director, uh, I get to work alongside Philip, the worship pastor, um, and planning and gauging worship services. Um, he leads a lot and he leads the um, like musicians, the, the vocalists, uh, and I am developing musicians. Um, I'm doing a lot in a program we call Ableton. Um, it's a click track program that keeps us all together as a band. Um, so I'm uh, programming songs for Sundays, for Tuesdays, Wednesdays, um, just to keep the band tight, keep them, uh, us together. Uh, so, and you'll see us with headphones on and in our ears, we just hear the entire time and it keeps us together. It keeps us tight. It's annoying, but it's super beneficial. Um, so I'm, I work a lot on that, developing musicians, um, and helping Philip plan services. That's awesome. The idea of a click track, I didn't really understand what a click track was and I, it wasn't really until I saw Instagram. Now I kind of watch those behind the scenes videos, mm-hmm. like for drummers, where they have the and they'll play the click track. You can hear the click track, and then they're playing whatever their their track is. Like, oh wow, that's so that solves so many problems. I mean, drummers are probably the most like what's the word I'm thinking of multitasking individuals on the planet because they're using yeah. four appendages at once, playing cymbals, toms, kick, hi hats, um, but. Drummers are incredible, but I'm grateful for that click track to keep everybody together. So I've kind of always been interested in music. Um, I was forced into piano lessons uh, in early elementary school, um, and I liked it. I didn't love it, but I enjoyed like creating music. It was it was really fun. I did that probably until fourth or fifth grade, and then I had no um, piano after that. And then my uncle brought over a guitar one day. Mm-hmm. And I said, that is the coolest thing on the planet. I want to learn to play. Yeah. So I got a guitar for Christmas in sixth grade, and I've never put it down. Um, just constantly playing guitar. Uh, but then I also have this desire to just learn all the instruments. So I've mm-hmm. continued to pick up piano. Uh, I've learned bass. I've learned drums. I've learned uh, keys. There's kind of a difference in keys and piano. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially in a Sunday morning context, keys are play a lot of like synthy pads mm-hmm. um, where it's very kind of airy and the piano is you know a piano uh, but I've just had this desire always to just learn music because it's just very interesting to me I'm horrible at reading music but I can pick it up very well mm-hmm. um, with my ear uh, and then just it's a lot of fun just to create That's, I think one of the coolest things in music is being able to create something from nothing mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite, your favorite instrument? I think the thing I play best is acoustic, but I think my favorite is drums. I, uh, I'm a really good D-team drummer. Um, yeah. Like, I can keep everybody <laughs> on beat, yeah. uh, but I wouldn't expect anything 
impressive. As a ministry, though, how do you see music contributing to the church? So for me personally, um, like when I listen to music, I feel a lot more. Like I'm a feeler um, when it comes to those things. Um, Like I can listen to teaching and it's incredible. Um, But my brain sometimes with just music just laser focuses in on what's happening, um, what's being said, what's being played. Um, But then I also think that um, like God has equipped us with a bunch of different gifts. If he's given us all, um, he talks about us being a body. And if we're all eyes, if a splinter gets in the eye, there's no hand to get the splinter out of the eye. So like he's equipped us all with different gifts and abilities and worship, regardless if it's music or not, is giving back to God a piece of what he's given to you. And I think that there are people who have been gifted with music, that that's their expression of worship. And for me personally, like that's how I worship is, is through music. Some people are really good and generous and like their, their acts of worship naturally are, are generosity. Oh, yeah. um, whether that be financial, whether that be with their time, um, with um, the resources. For me, like the, an act of worship that comes natural is music. Uh, and I think that that's how I use it the best. So I gave my life to Christ in third grade. Um, the pastor on Sunday, um, I don't remember everything he said. And I honestly probably wasn't paying attention the entire service. Um, but I, I heard him say the words, God loves you. God has a plan for you and he wants the best for you. And I heard that and I went home thinking about that and just stewed on that all day. And then we went out to dinner that night and, and eating, I was like, that's pretty crazy that God loves me that much that he would give his son to die for me. Mm. That's something I need to follow. So on my way home, I was like, mom, dad, like, I, I think I'm a Christian. Like, I think I gave my life to Christ. Mm. Uh, and they were like, why did you, why do you think that? And I said, well, this is what the pastor said this morning. And that really touched me. Like, and I want to follow that. So in third grade, I, I got baptized but then as, you know, most third graders, life goes on. Mm. Um, and, and I was a Christian. I went to church, read my Bible, but I really didn't do much with that mm. uh, until my freshman year of high school. We got a new youth pastor who came to town. And he really kind of pushed in me the idea of what it looks like to be a disciple, mm. um, that a disciple is somebody who hears from God and does what he says. And he really pushed me to, like, what is God saying to you? and then go do it. Mm. Um, so I started pursuing that. Like, like God, when I read your word, when I spend time talking to you, like, what are you saying to me, and how can I go put that in place? Mm. And then he started telling me some things that made me uncomfortable. Like, he, I knew he was calling me into worship, to mm. be a worship leader. And I really wanted to go coach football. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want to go teach, um, but I loved football at the time. I loved sports, and I knew, I, like, I, I could be a coach. So I went off to college, really running from the idea of being a worship leader, I'm really running from the idea of working at a church, but I really wanted to coach football. And my sophomore year of college, um, I'm on my way to school, and a song comes on um, by iTunes. Um, so I'm in the car on the way to class and a song called uh, I Want to Be Real by Chris August comes on. Mm. And the whole thing is that he's been going through life 
and like he's been going through the motions and he has come to this point where he needs to be real with God. Like God has called him to this thing and he needs to be real with what God's going on. And in doing that, I realized like, like God has called me to something and I'm running from it. Mm. Nick has been telling me for four years in high school that the mark of a disciple is somebody who hears from God and obeys. I haven't been a disciple. Mm. I've only been doing half of the work. So um, after my sophomore year of college, I transferred to UMHB to be a church music major. I thought that that's what I needed to do to be um, a worship leader, to be a worship pastor. I needed to go be be a church music major. And six months into it, I get a call from Nick, uh, my youth pastor. He said, I'm planting a church. I need a worship guy. Mm. And I said, no. <laughs> and that has been my entire life as, as a follower of Christ has been marked by disobedience. Mm. I'm like knowing what God has called me to and being afraid to say yes. Yeah, because that was pretty clear. I mean, yeah, we don't all get that. So <laughs> I say no. And a year goes by. And I drop out of college. Um, I had no desire to go back to college, but I always had this feeling in my heart, like God has called me to go to Stephenville. God has called me to be a worship pastor. And I keep saying no. Why is that? And then in the middle of um, the summer, I was at a youth camp and this um, this lady came up to me and she said, I don't know what this means, but I feel God is telling me to say to you, like, he's called you to something mm-hmm. and you need to be obedient to that. And I just broke down in tears mm-hmm. because God had been calling me to things my entire life. Mm-hmm. And I'd been so afraid of saying yes, because I knew what other people might think. Mm-hmm. But deep down, I was afraid of what that meant for my life, like what I'd be giving up. But that's, that's what disciples do. They give up what they want for God. They give up, they, they bear their cross mm-hmm. because God has called them to something. Mm-hmm. And I left that worship service that night and I called Nick and I said, I'm coming to Stephenville if you'll still have me. He goes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And since then, like I've been on this journey of if God's telling me something, like the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. There is no but God. What about X, Y, Z? Like it's yes. Mm-hmm. And that's been my entire life is avoiding being disobedient because disobedience is sin. Mm-hmm. And God has called me to live a life above above that. God has called me to live a life beyond beyond sin. And honestly, ministry is fun. Yeah. Like, <laughs> getting to do worship is fun. And I don't know why I would have run from that. Fast forward, you know, more than one year. Um, what is your trajectory? So I think one of the things that's on my heart, like a big future goal, is to create maybe like a twice a year, eight week worship academy mm-hmm. for students, uh, maybe for college students, uh, where for eight weeks we develop you, uh, we develop your hearts and your hands. Oh, uh, yeah. We develop like what does it look like to lead worship? What does worship mean? Like how can we how can we craft the heart of a worshiper? Yeah, but then also go and do some practical stuff. Like this is a click track. 
This is what we use to keep the band together. Yeah. These are some things we can do on a guitar to help fill space. This is the Nashville number system. Mm-hmm. And, like, develop their hands in that. And then after those eight weeks, I would love to have them put on a night of worship and then, like, start using them um, on Sundays, use them on Tuesdays and Wednesdays um, for bridge and encounter. Um, but I really would love to create the Doxology Worship Academy Yeah, um, to cr- create a place where students can come and develop their hearts and hands for worship. Favorite food. So I took up smoking when I... Oh, wait, oh my God. I can't probably <laughs> phrase that. Smoking of meats <laughs> uh, when I moved to Texas. <laughs> Favorite food, I love just a good hamburger. I think my favorite hamburger on the planet is from a place called Storms. There's a few of them in, like, Hamilton and Lampasas, Johnson City. And it's just a greasy, crispy Uh hamburger. And it's so good. Um, I think that would probably be my favorite. Or breakfast. Do you have a a, Grumps? So they have a Grumps in Stephenville. Mm -hmm. I don't know if this is my favorite. They're consistent. They're pretty good. Mm -hmm. Um there used to be a place, it just closed. It's called Parker County Ice House. Okay. Here. And they, they made this, it's like a bar and grill kind of thing, mm-hmm. but they made this burger that they um, deep fried in duck fat. Oh Goodness. It was so bad and so good. It, that had <laughs> to have been my favorite. And I've, man, I've had a lot of burgers, but that's pretty close. Pretty close. I think one of my favorites in the area was um, from Rodeo Goat. They do their Battle of the Burger every week, and one week there was a burger called the Sputnik, (laughs) and it had, like, fried hash browns and bacon and eggs. Of course. It's like a breakfast burger. So two of my favorite (laughs) things, breakfast and hamburgers. Everstory is a production of Doxology Bible Church in Fort Worth, Texas. If this is your first time listening, make sure and hit subscribe and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Doxology Bible. Want to share your story of transformation? Message us on Facebook or email us at stories at doxology.church. 